0: Welcome to another 250th episode of We Only Look Thin. (laughs) Another one! (laughs) Uh, I am Catherine Weigel. Yeah. Another 250th. Uh, This is We Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your spooky hosts, Catherine Weigel. It's October. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And uh, this is We Only Look Thin. I am a... Tiny habits certified coach, an awesome all around gal. I've yeah, you are. Lots of weight. I've done 250 episodes. Yeah. And with well, me, not yet stay, you haven't. Not yet. yet you haven't. You've
1: done 249 and just about and a just minute now. of a, of a 250. Who are one. you? I am Donald Weigel. Gool. And I have a Don. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Why Because it's scary October. And. Uh, I have uh, lost about 100 pounds, and I have co-hosted 249 other episodes of this show, and am now co-hosting the 250th one.
0: Congratulations to you. It's
1: so funny how time flies. It only feels like 150 episodes ago that we were doing our 100th episode. It only feels like
0: Whoa. that. Whoa! <laughs> You know, you know what else flies? What? what? Bats.
1: Oh, yeah. Count
0: Dracula. Oh, I see what
1: you did there. So, um, you know, it's Halloween season, and <laughs> it's our 250th episode, and uh, we're going to talk about tracking calories. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so, Catherine came up with the genius title of Count Dracula. <laughs> yeah, it's super
0: fun. We're basically here for fun. Yeah. And that's all we're here for.
1: I wanted to go with, here's an episode about tracking calories, but <laughs> she didn't like that. She didn't think it had the same ring to it. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I look back, I just wonder, they come here for the clever titles. Yeah. I mean, whatever happens after that. Speaking of which, I'm taking y'all to task. Uh-oh. If you've listened to 249 episodes and three minutes yeah. of this podcast yeah. and haven't done anything about anything, that's on you, man.
1: <laughs> oh, wow.
0: <laughs> if you're still not sure where to start-
1: I appreciate that you're still listening to the show. However, (laughs)
0: very hung up. I like
1: the downloads. It gets it uh, boosts my ego. Yeah,
0: but uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, it's all your fault. You
1: were yelling at our wonderful, (laughs) wonderful listeners, (laughs) trying to drive them away for some reason.
0: No, but you know, I still, I still find at times people are are like, yeah, but what's the one weird trick? Right. Like there is no... That's true. No, silver bullets are for werewolves, not
1: vampires. And and this is probably not the episode for that, but there's just so many people who are like, I will do nothing. How do I lose weight? <laughs>
0: what if I didn't want to do a darn thing? What if
1: I just refuse to do anything and am uh, unwilling to change? And Then what? I've
0: blown on a dandelion. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm covered. Yeah, Um, exactly. But b- before we get uh, started in earnest, which oh, I don't oh, know if no, we've your ever, voice ever just came done on. Yeah. anything in earnest, Yeah. Uh, but we are going to be talking about tracking and calories and maybe Weight Watcher points and all that. And we do understand that we have some listeners who might uh, be negatively prompted by discussions of tracking so if you are someone who is sensitive to the idea of tracking please skip over this episode it's okay we've gotten all the funny out you've 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 gotten the comedy you've gotten the download we're happy you're happy um please feel free to move along we're not um uh attacking anyone who isn't up to uh some measure of tracking but uh moving forward as we continue to talk in these words that we're using right now um (laughs) you you hang up you can pass it along it's fine but we are going to be talking about calories and points and portions and logging things yeah
1: and and we are talking about that because we haven't found a better way to do it for ourselves yeah and you know if I, i if i didn't track what i was eating at least in some fashion which for me i track calories i don't know how I would really do this successfully. Now, you may... You you may take a lot of our other tips and advice if you're listening to this, and you might not track. And if, if it works for you, fantastic. But for me, and I think for Catherine, tracking calories is the only way I can really know how much I'm, I'm taking in so that I can figure out how much more I need to move in order to make the scale move in the direction that I want it to move.
0: Yeah, we are able to see it as data. And if you are emotionally attached to calories somehow um you're honestly free to just skip on over it's it's totally fine we know that there are people who are successful with other methods intuitive eating uh and we are that that's super great we just can't speak to that because i want to eat all the things all the time so um so i think that's that's all we're gonna say and you can hang out now so now that that is over we are going to talk about tracking which is not whack <laughs> track is not whack, everyone.
1: Track that's, is not whack. Count
0: Dracula wants you to know that track is not whack. Yeah, I it's don't awesome.
1: know. I don't know of things that rhyme with track that are whack. I can't remember <laughs> what they are, but snack. Uh, oh yeah, snack is whack. Snack
0: is whack. <laughs> <laughs> Untracked snack is whack.
1: Unsnack track is whack. That's really good. We're so cool. Yeah, all I know. the kids I love like us. That. Yeah, that's really good. Um, so, how do you track calories? What are some ways to do that?
0: One point at a time.
1: I would say the the first thing is get a calorie tracking app. And in, in this day and age, um, there are a lot of them out there. And almost everyone has a smartphone. And if you don't, there are like computer versions of it. And if you really don't have any of that, I'm not sure how you're listening to our podcast right now. But, um, you know, you could use paper and pencil, um, but then you sort of have to carry a notebook around and um, and do it that way, which seems a little cumbersome to me. But you generally always have your phone in your pocket.
0: Yeah and we used to use paper trackers with uh with Weight Watchers back in the day so it's possible
1: just Yeah no it can be done like Weight Watchers had a had a little um uh I don't know what it's called like a it was a you know a paper tracker that you that was fairly convenient to write in and then I found the the Weight Watchers tracking app and that was life. I changing.
0: remember when you went digital, that was a big deal. So what yeah. kinds I
1: had a Palm Pilot. Yeah. <laughs> that I did it on back then. So what
0: what apps are there? Dolphins? Well,
1: the one I use is Fitbit. Um but most people seem to like MyFitnessPal. Uh, there's also a calorie counter by LoseIt, which just used to be called LoseIt. Um there's Eight and MyPlate and look if you just search calorie tracker
0: yeah chronometer is another one. Oh that, yeah
1: chronometer is the one that people uh, like a lot
0: you know someone in our group actually has talked so much about chronometer like in the world that chronometer asked her to help redesign
1: their app really yes wow it's
0: bananas she is a questioner so it is a perfect yeah thing for her to do way to go track you less.
1: yeah and i've i've had to give up a lot of my questioner tendencies over the uh over the years with with doing my calorie tracking um which sort of uh leads us into our next thing anyway uh, maybe i shouldn't lead to the next thing before we finish this but um there are lots of apps out there you you don't have to like choose one and stay married to it forever. You can you can try them. You can figure out which one is right for you.
0: Yeah, and don't I, overthink it. I really it.
1: like the built-in Fitbit one. I know a, a lot of people don't, but there's you know like I think MyFitnessPal is the most popular one.
0: Yeah, the the perfect app is the one that you will use.
1: Yeah. There you go.
0: Just don't overthink it. Don't worry about it. And we've talked too much about it, so we're not going to talk about it anymore. (laughs) On to the next one. So once you've got your handy dandy tracker, put it on your homepage of your phone. Put it on the first page in in an easy position. Um, But start out by adding your favorite foods. We eat generally the same kinds of things all the time. I eat the same few breakfasts, lunches, that kind of thing all the time. When you get started with a tracker, it can feel overwhelming because, oh, you got to add all this stuff. But you kind of find that you eat a lot of the same foods yeah, at least over I over and do. over and over again. So the initial startup, it might be a little daunting. But once everything is already in there, it's, it's easy peasy.
1: Yeah. It, your favorite foods, you know, at least in the Fitbit app, your favorite foods show up on the front page of it. Um, And then you can also add particular foods so that they're in a very convenient list, things that you know you're going to eat a lot of that you can just you just click on it and it becomes like it becomes super easy and you're not looking up anything or searching for anything. Um, and I find it invaluable just to have those things handy. And then another piece of the app that I use constantly is the barcode scanner. Oh, it's so good. And you just, you take the packaging for whatever you're eating, you scan the barcode and you know, 99 times out of a hundred or, or maybe even more often than that it's in there. The calories are already in there. Um, and sometimes the, it's a little bit different than what's on the package is what in there, but you can, you can adjust as necessary or, or don't. Um, and, uh, Um, it's super convenient just to scan that. And here's the really like maybe weird nerdy thing that I do. I actually have a little, like, Baggy of barcodes that I've cut off of products that I use a lot so that if I, if I like prepare something and cook it and then I put it in a package, I still have the barcode available um, so that I can scan it later.
0: I find those in the freezer sometimes and I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to leave it there. It's fine. I'm not going <laughs> to, there's a reason it's in here. I trust you and yeah. I trust your reasoning for leaving random pieces of paper in the, in the freezer. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a baggie of them in the refrigerator also. <laughs> oh there is oh yeah
0: oh okay i haven't yeah. found that yeah that must yeah. be in your drawer yeah That's it really is exciting. i have a
1: drawer in there in the refrigerator yeah
0: so part of that you know using the barcode scanner and tracking and and this is maybe the biggest thing i'm going to say in the this entire is, this episode. is really
1: hard for people
0: yeah do not burden yourself with accuracy if the package says something is 150 calories and you look in the app and it says it's 155, don't sue the company. Right. Chill out. Just okay, it's fine. It's close enough. If I've seen so many people go like, "Oh, the, the you know, it, the tracking is off and it's off by whatever calories, like, how can I I can't keep this up anyway." People get
1: so angry and so hung up on whether something is 10 or 15 or 20 calories off, you don't have a 10 or 15 or 20 yeah. calorie problem. You have a, you know, you're stepping over pennies or you're stepping over yeah. dollars to pick up pennies. I almost did it the wrong way yeah. around. Um, you're you're stepping over, over you know, hundreds of calories to pick up 10 calories.
0: Well, and when you use it as proof of like, see, the world is against me. No, I can't track anything because how do I even know what's right? chill your beans (laughs) chill the beans Um, it's not a big deal how
1: many calories do chilled beans have before (laughs) the
0: same as hot beans oh interesting (laughs) i not
1: many people know that yeah it's true um and you know part of the part of this is that we get so hung up on oh my goodness the the calorie tracker says this it's this many calories but i saw somewhere else that it was really this many calories it doesn't matter in the end what does matter is that you do it consistently Consistently. and that you do it similarly similarly or or the same all the time
0: (laughs) i don't know oh my god
1: oh my god i'm annoying that's not even a little bit annoying maybe
0: can you remove the track like we're remove your track yeah yeah
1: yeah um and i'm fun yeah you're super fun (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's what
1: everyone says and the important part is that you use this as a benchmark yeah so if you doing it if you're doing it the same all the time and you're doing it consistently and the scale's not moving for you in the way you want then you can adjust things in a downward calorie direction um but you at least have that data and you have something to go off of that you can actually change exactly if you're just if you're just focused on this is inaccurate it doesn't matter if it's accurate what matters is that you're doing it the same all the time so that you have that information
0: we can just end there that's, that's the, the end best. of it that's it but it's not
1: it's not on the other hand though the flip side of that <gasps> is do be worried about the accuracy of measuring what you're tracking.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So where I have fallen into the trap many, many times, even even this many years into doing this is, is eyeballing things yeah. and, and guessing how big a portion so size don't. is. Yeah, so don't do that.
0: So how do you do that?
1: Typically with a food scale.
0: <laughs> a food scale. Yeah.
1: What are those? Um, so a food scale, and I can link to a couple uh, in the show notes. But you know, just search food scale on Amazon if you don't already have one. And you can you can typically set a food scale to grams, to ounces, to liquid ounces, to milliliters. Um, and you can you me- measure just about anything on there that you're going to consume. And then you, you accurately know what the portion is. Like if I say to myself, well, that's about a tablespoon of mayonnaise, chances are- It was no such thing. It was no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> chances are it's it's double or even triple no, what I think it is.
0: always underestimate, just as I uh, underestimate how long it's going to take me to drive somewhere, I underestimate right. typically my, my mayonnaise, peanut butter, oil, cheese. I, I'm never the person who's like, Oh, I'm confident that that's a tablespoon and it's only a teaspoon. Yeah. I We always want to go in our favor when we are eyeballing things. Eyeballs are not – but, but things, some things are the uh, – like isn't isn't like an ounce of cheese the size of an eyeball or something like something that? Something like are that, Were you going to yeah. give a, a list No, of, I have
1: a list of that. But, okay. <laughs> uh, but before we move on to that, like I just – you know, I wanted to say we, we have a tendency, like we'll look and say, Well, okay, there's been there was a big discussion recently about peanut butter. Like you showed me a meme yeah. about um like, you know, this is one serving of peanut butter and you look and a serving of peanut butter is I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's a very like thin layer of peanut butter on your bread and then you think a serving is it's stacked like a couple of inches high whatever
0: doesn't (laughs) fall off the spoon and you've got it in this giant like well it didn't fall off the spoon and i i definitely did that recently where i was like oh i think this is about a tablespoon of whatever right and but what didn't fall off the spoon ended up being two right which is a big calorie
1: yeah we we tend to when it's in our favor you know so to speak That it's a heaping teaspoon, which is not the same thing as an actual teaspoon. So measuring it is is your on a scale is the much better way to do it. Yeah,
0: and sometimes we take those small things that are like, oh, it's just a drizzle. It's a drizzle. Right. It's a dollop. It's it's nothing. I'm not even going to track it because who cares? I went to get froyo with our daughter the other day, and I put uh, some cookie dough on top it's cooked it's like you can't even see it it's 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 not even really there and i was like you know what i'm gonna accurately track this it ended up be adding like 150 calories yeah. for three little nuggets of cookie dough and that that's like why am i not losing weight like it's for accuracy yeah so.
1: yes indeed now if you're in a situation where you you have no access to that it is really important to be honest with yourself and try to get used to the idea of how much certain portions really are. And so I have some comparisons written
0: down. And you can uh, find these online. Too. Yeah, you
1: can find online. There's a lot of them. So a half cup of most things. So we're talking like rice, pasta, uh, leafy vegetables, fruit is about the size of a computer mouse or a rounded handful. So um, just imagine that when you're looking at it, like, is this about the size of my computer mouse, or will this fit in my rounded hand? <laughs> um, <laughs> which
0: a mouse fits in your rounded hand. So. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, and then three ounces of, you know, let's say meat or fish, is about the size of a deck of cards or a checkbook.
0: What's a checkbook? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, if you still have a checkbook, we actually we, we do We do have a checkbook, even though we, we write like one check a month out of it. The a serving size of cheese, which is typically listed as as an ounce and a half, is about the size of a lipstick or a chapstick or about the size of your thumb. So you can measure against that. A, another measure, a half cup is about the size of a tennis ball of okay. most things or and a cup is about the size of a baseball. Okay. of most things um and then a teaspoon of of olive oil for example is about the size of your fingertip <laughs> so oh, i have
0: really big fingers that's not fair yeah you... yeah okay
1: yeah and then um two tablespoons of of peanut butter for example is about the size of a ping pong ping pong ball so that's not like a ton of peanut butter for two tablespoons yeah so If you don't have access to a ping pong ball, (laughs) just figure it out. But it's important to sort of know these things when you're forced into a situation where you are having to eyeball things because like we've, we've said over and over again, we We tend to way overestimate in our favor when we're just trying to eyeball,
0: yeah. And don't use the word slather if slathering oh, yeah, slather no. is like basically the equivalent of five hundred calories that's
1: right. Yeah. when you're slathering something, <laughs> <laughs> it's not good,
0: <laughs> okay. So this is an oldie, but a goodie from this, the,
1: is, this is one of my favorite tips we've ever given, and I use it literally every day, okay.
0: So, this tip is Superman 3. As we Whoa. Have talked about, you're suggesting people go watch
1: the movie Superman 3? Can what I hum that? What does have to do with that? Can I anything? hum that or did we just get sued? We probably just got sued, but that's okay. <laughs> Luckily, it was so
0: out of tune that nobody knew yeah, no. about it. But my Superman 3 habit is to overestimate, always err on overestimating. So uh, there was a, a Superman movie where someone was siphoning off money penny by penny, yeah. so no one really noticed it because it was just a couple of pennies or a dollar here, a dollar there, and they ended up, I don't know how, I, it's been a long time yeah, since Yeah, Richard
1: Pryor was an accidental. Computer genius, and he figured out how to steal Same. like these fractions of a penny at a time, and they ended up adding up to like thousands and thousands of dollars.
0: Yeah. So the point of Superman three is, let's say you're using your barcode scanner, and the portion that you have is 400 calories, but when you log it into the system, the the app says it's 420 calories. Instead of getting mad, canceling your Fitbit, right? You know, throwing a fit. Just track it as the four hundred and twenty calories. You're rounding up. Think of all the times that you probably ate something and didn't track it. You're making up for it. It all evens out. Just overestimate a little bit. Don't worry about it. If and, and Donald, you you do this a lot. Why don't you say how I, you I do use it, it?
1: I I intentionally do this all the time. Like if I'm if I'm weighing out, like I eat a lot of uh, pineapple and watermelon and and uh, apples. When I'm weighing them out. I will intentionally give myself like 175 or or 180 grams, and I will log 200
0: grams. Ooh, just do it flat.
1: Yeah, into into the uh, the tracker. Um, and then, like Catherine was just saying, th- there are lots of times where I'll scan something, and it'll be you know what what's in the app is maybe 20 or 40 calories above what it says on the packaging. I just I let it ride.
0: Because that's ride. that's the
1: kind of gambler I am. No, what it does is it gives me a little bit of a, a bank of calories for for the things that maybe I'm not exactly accurately tracking, or you know, sometimes um, you know I will be like, okay, it says three slices of cheese uh, is this many calories. And if I don't, if I don't weigh that, if I go against the earlier rule of always weighing everything, then I don't know for sure that those slices of cheese are exactly that many. So I have a little bit of a bank throughout the day that I, that I know that I can rely on that helps me actually hit my calorie goal, whether I know it or not.
0: Well, and two, and it takes out that decision fatigue of just like, right. okay, just round up. It's fine. It's not, I'm not going to grouse over these pennies that you just stepped over for dollars or whatever that thing
1: was exactly and i will i consistently do that so that i like i have a little bit you know i log a little bit more calories than what i'm actually theoretically eating
0: yeah good job i like superman (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. all three of them
1: and then um uh the next thing i would like to suggest is to track things in advance and what i typically do is i will do food prep Um, and I'll, I'll do some of that on the weekend, um, some of it in the morning before I go to work. And then as I'm packing my, my lunch, I'm basically planning what I'm going to eat through up to dinner, essentially. And I log it all at once and it takes maybe five or six minutes. And then it's done until dinner time and I don't have to think about it. And I've already, I've already got the food. It's like I've already eaten it so that when I'm eating it, I'm just like, Pulling money from the bank, so to speak, yeah. and not adding to it.
0: Well, and I think part of that, too, for tracking in advance, I have a policy. I don't do that. I don't prep my food for the day. I don't know what I'm going to eat until it happens. But <laughs> but I, it's in my mouth. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a snack. <laughs> um, but I, uh, tracking in advance to me means before I put it in my mouth, I track it. Oh, yeah. Like before I am putting it on the plate, I am tracking it because – I have a lot of things on my mind and remembering what I ate after I ate is not one of them. I always forget like, oh yeah, I had a roll with that or no. Oh yeah. I added the extra cheese slice or whatever. I am not good at remembering what I ate. So I save myself the trouble by tracking before I eat it.
1: Yeah. And I think that For me, you know, my point of doing it first thing in the morning, too, is that I think a lot of people and even, you know, I find it a little bit annoying to track, you know, to eat some track something as I go throughout the day. It feels more annoying to do it. 10 different times throughout the day and that it is just to pull the phone out once and like sort of track it all. And in one, like a few minute moment.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, for me, it's just like, I come, I have my phone anyway. I'm always yeah. taking pictures of everything. So it's not like, Oh no, I don't have the answer. It's just, and and plus with so many things, like you said earlier, I know I'm going to have yogurt in the afternoon. I know I'm going to have my ice cream sandwich after dinner. Like there are things that you can just put in there because you know you're going to have them. So it doesn't have to be, you know, super stressful. It it really has made such a huge difference in our lives.
1: And you were talking about a new thing that uh, you've been doing where um, you, – will you explain it?
0: Yeah. So I've been doing this for, I don't know, seven years now or something like yeah, that. Something I don't like even that. remember. Uh, nobody knows what time is anymore. Um, <laughs> we had a Zoom in Walt Place yesterday. We only looked in place and we were talking about – Tracking indulgences or planning for indulgences. And we talked about the idea of pre tracking generic calories. So this is something that I've been doing where if I go away for a weekend or something and I'm not tracking accurately, I have a custom line item that's 1,500 calories that I put in just as as a custom, like, okay, I went out to eat, it's 1,500 calories, whatever. But yesterday what I did, which is really awesome and it actually really helped, is I created a custom breakfast, lunch, and dinner each 400 calories. So I don't know what I'm going to eat, but I'm kind of putting in a little place mark for 400 calories for breakfast, four for lunch, four for dinner. And that just puts it on reserve. I track it in the morning. I did that yesterday. Yeah. And then as I actually eat, I add what I really ate. And then I remove that place mark for 400 calories. But I still kind of go like, oh, okay, I'm already at 1800 calories for the day. Like it helps me be mindful of, hey, maybe you shouldn't eat 9,000 calories for breakfast, because you still, <laughs> it's like if you go on a trip, and you yeah. have a budget, and you blow it all in one day, like, I, I was saying, like, if if your parents gave you money for su- a souvenir when you went, like, on a trip with your grandparents or something, and you spend it all in the first five minutes of the trip, and then you see something later on, and you're like, I wish I hadn't bought that Garfield's keychain for $20, which I totally did when I went yeah. to switzerland as yeah. a kid
1: <laughs> or, or i always see people at at disneyland where they buy these like you know, giant hats. And oh like, my gosh, the goofy w- hat! When are you ever going to wear that hat, except at Disneyland? Yeah, and then you see something, <laughs> like you see
0: something rad later, and you're like, "Oh, they really should have saved up for it." So yeah. I've started, yeah, putting in 400 calories for each, and then as I eat uh, my real food throughout the day, I just delete them out, and it's uh, it's been great for me. I think so. That's a join Molt Place, and you can see it in person.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, and another thing I wanted to mention was if you do. Uh, if you like for some reason don't have time to track in the moment or you just don't pre-track and you're in a hurry, stop and just take a picture of what you're eating. Because I don't know how many times I've, you know, later in the day when I do have a moment to track, I'll think back and I go, wait a minute, what did I eat? I know I ate something and I, I either will have a very hard time remembering or sometimes can't remember. Um, So take that picture then you know, like, when you do have the moment to go back and look, you, you can go back and be like, oh, yeah, that's what I ate today. I
0: never remember. I took a picture of a salad that I had once, and I've talked about this before, and I was like, oh, yeah, we had a, I had a salad. Oh, yeah, I forgot the pretzel roll, and I forgot the feta, and I right. forgot the pecans, and I forgot the... Pat of butter on the side and that can really add up those because we want to err on the side of like, oh, I just had four pieces of lettuce and and it's never that there's always pecans and feta on top of basically everything that I eat. So, (laughs) Um, so taking a photo. Really does matter.
1: Especially your cereal.
0: And part of that too is if taking a photo isn't appropriate, excuse yourself to the restroom and take a note or something and just like put it in there because it really does matter. Like our actual health matters. And if we keep making excuses as to why we can't do it, then we're not going to get super great accurate results. Write it on a piece of paper, take out a notebook. You can make it work. I used to track on a Post-it note. Like when I was in high school, I tracked my calories on Post-it notes. So
1: Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's pretty good. And so another thing that we would like you to do, and this is one of the big reasons for tracking calories, which I think people don't even think about, is you can go back and look at the information and actually find patterns of behavior that you know, for me, I discovered that when I, was eating, um, when I was eating carbs in the morning, all of those sort of things that you typically eat for breakfast, that it was causing me to eat a lot more throughout the day. And I figured out from looking back at my tracker that if I ate protein in the morning, that I had a much better chance of uh, sticking to my calorie goal accurately. And that's just one example.
0: Well, and seeing those patterns when we don't track, it can be like, Oh, why am I like this? Oh, I'm so hungry. What the? Oh, I don't know what to do. I'm just broken. Yeah. But for me, knowing, you know, I've gotten to the point where it's like, if I eat random sugar in the afternoon, it's probably going to lead me down a path of snacking the rest of the day because it makes me hungry. So it helps you. Speaking of vampires. (laughs) I don't know if that sounds like a vampire. Yeah, exactly. I call myself a sugar vampire. So I save sweets for after dark because I know that if I start early in the day, it's not going to be easy for me to stop. Sure, some days I can make it work, but those are the exception, not the general rule. So seeing patterns, seeing, you know, checking your fullness, like Donald said, is really important because we're trying to understand ourselves better than we did for 40 years of just wondering why like our thyroids and our heritage were so against us. It wasn't that. It was that I was eating food that wasn't satisfying.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't know how many years I thought I had a thyroid or, or I wished, heritage prayed. problem. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And what I really had was secret eating bagels in the car before I got to work problem. That yeah. was my that was my issue.
1: Exactly. And another thing to do is, and this is a hard one for me even now, is make sure to track even when you go over your yeah. calories. Um, I I would have a tendency of, well, I'm going over anyway. I just don't want to put the evidence down. But it's important to to have the evidence in your tracker of when you go over and then what those results are on the scale so that you know like, okay, well, when I eat this many calories, this is what happens. And and you it's really, you know, you're sort of putting yourself back in the dark if you don't accurately track that.
0: Yeah. And I think too, as part of that, people often don't track on weekends. They don't track alcohol. They don't track binges. And when we leave those sort of black holes in our tracker, I go back and look at my weekly averages for calories. Yeah, And when I don't log- a binge or a night out, it looks like, but my average calories are 1,700 a day. Why am I not losing? (laughs) Yeah. And the omission makes me a victim of like, but I'm doing everything right. I put in, on my custom field, I have a custom 1,500 calories that I put in when we go out to dinner, or on weekends, if I go away and I don't track, I put in 3,000 calories for the day, and it shows on my tracker in red, oh, no, I'm bad, I've gone over. All it is is reminding me, like, why haven't I lost weight this month? Oh, yeah, because I went off track for 50% of the yeah. days. Oops. And sure, it's not 100% accurate or track it is as we like to say <laughs> oh, in the my business. Goodness. Come on. You know who you married. <laughs> Don't act like a victim. Um, but it just h- helps remind us when we go off track. And even if you just put it on a calendar as like, a little red X or something, you can look at the frequency that it's happening because we can go, like, oh, but I've, I've tracked for so many days. What's going on? Like, oh, obviously this isn't working. The more accurate we are, the better the data that is, and the more we can see our patterns. And that is a good thing.
1: And so get used to being really honest with yourself about your calories and really log them in an honest way, because there's so many times where I've been, I have done it. And I've also been tempted to be like, well, I'm just not going to count that because, yeah. because I feel like I deserve it.
0: Yeah, or it didn't taste very good. Yeah, or it wasn't as good as I thought.
1: Exactly. And so I will be tempted to not track it. And it doesn't matter whether, like, <laughs> whether you actually log it in the tracker or not. You've still eaten it, and the calories are still going to affect your body in the way that they affect them. It's not like if you don't log them that suddenly, like, you magically get absolved from them. You know, they don't just disappear.
0: Exactly. So, in a few points before we finish up, just letting you know, whatever you track, whether it's points or macros or portions or whatever. Do what is right for you in this season. We used to see it. I used to see tracking as a short-term sort of punishment, a means to an end. I was bitter about it. And now I see it like following my financial budget. Yeah. I see it as data. And I know that if I overspend, I'm going to be in debt. <laughs> right, And if I overeat, I'm going to gain weight. It is not a... It's not a punishment. It's not a fad. We have been maintaining our weight for years and we still track. And I can tell you that the people in Wolt Place, we only look thin place, maintainers also track. It is not like suddenly you graduate and then you can just go back to old habits. Yeah. Because literally every time I take a break from tracking, my portions get bigger, my I I overestimate, I get careless, I forget, and that is why I gained 10 pounds this summer because I just decided I wasn't going to make it a priority and I am not fixed. It is not something that I've gotten over. It's something that is just part of life maintenance as a grown-up. Some people don't have to track, some people have figured out ways to manage their portions. That's amazing. Like awesome. I, I'm, I know I always sound sarcastic. I'm not sarcastic. If, <laughs> if you can, if you're the kind of person who can do that, that's amazing. But I have found that when I don't track, I gain. And that has been true for other people in our group too. People who have lost the weight and then they take time off. They find themselves up on the scale. This is just part of maintenance. maintenance. Maintaining your car means you take it in for oil changes. You don't just go, the car's paid off. Woo! Like, right. oh, check engine, that's for losers. Like, we have the opportunity to manage self-care. And part of that is spending what amounts to me is four to five minutes a day of tracking. Yeah. And it's not always 100% accurate. But it's consistent, and consistent matters more than accuracy, right?
1: Absolutely. So thank you so much for consistently listening to this show. Consistency <laughs> also matters when it comes to that. We are grateful for all of you, and uh, truly, um, and I am I'm humbled. Uh, we have done 250 episodes now, and people are uh, are still earnestly downloading and listening. Uh, it means a lot to me, and I assume to Catherine as well. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. It does, and and just letting you know, in this episode, we've covered tracking. But there's a lot we didn't cover. I bet as you've been listening to this, you're going, "But Catherine and Donald, what if I go out to eat and I don't know how to track?" We're going to do another episode on tracking. Yes. Uh, so uh, there's more to more to come. More so. to come
1: next week, yep. episode two fifty one, which Ooh. is just as special as two
0: fifty. It's a Halloween. It edition. is. It's one
1: episode spookier than this one. <laughs> Um, So you can find that episode and uh, all of our episodes wherever you found this one and any time of day, all the time on our website at weonlylookthin.com.
0: Yep. And if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click on the link for join our support group to find out more about Walt Play. (laughs) Or should I say Vault Play?
1: Sure, that's even spookier. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's on Facebook. Yeah, no, that's
1: the spookiest of all.
0: It is. Uh, but, uh, we are not a weight loss plan. We are plan agnostic. We have people doing weight watchers, intermittent fasting, uh, macro tracking, lots of different things, but we are a place for support because so many of our issues are beyond the tracker and into mindset and uh, family and uh, just so many different things. We have two subscription options, a monthly subscription with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Walt Place is right for you. Mm
1: And if you would like to interact with us on social media, you can find us at We Only Look Thin on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can send us an email. Uh, you can write to us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. We have turned uh, many listener emails into episodes. People uh, write us with questions and we answer them via an episode or people give us episode uh, suggestions and we've done them um, and we also uh, will take questions and compliments and we uh, Whatever you want to send our way, we only look thin at gmail.com.
0: Yep. And if you have a couple of extra minutes and can head over to Apple Podcast leave us a rating and a review not only does it uh warm our cold dark hearts uh but it also helps i have a cold dark heart do you yeah oh yeah you absolutely. were just like i'm in it no okay, it, yeah as far
1: as uh, in october um and uh, definitely
0: yeah uh but it not only makes us feel good but it also really helps all the outer space algorithms like we talked yeah. about on the last episode outer space is vast yeah and the internet is vast and there are many podcasts help other people find our podcast by leaving it us also a helps and a review. the
1: spooky algorithms oh. yeah find us um, and the other thing that really helps the spooky algorithms is if you tell people about our show um, word of mouth is one of the best ways in which the show grows and uh, uh, we'd be really grateful if you would tell somebody about it uh, whether it's uh, online or in person somebody that you know or a stranger on the internet uh, let them know about our show it really helps the show grow and we are grateful
0: yep So, if you wish this episode had been called Don't Worry, Be Tracky, (laughs) just remember that Donald (laughs) and I are inspiration. inspiration. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah.
1: The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals.